0: see where to start. How did you get involved with um, Art Vallarta?
1: Uh, I've been, well ever since I got here two years ago, uh, I've been looking for a place to work studio-wise. I I tried to do it at home but I didn't have any space so I was kind of looking around and then I saw on Facebook that uh, they were offering classes here. And uh, one particularly caught my eye was a ceramics class. I've never done 3D art before. I've always been a painter. Hmm. So I was looking for something, yeah I can I can do something different. I want to do something to go a different direction, explore it. So I took a ceramics course here. Wow. And uh, I did I did two pieces. And then uh, during that time, uh, there was a visiting artist who was offering a paper mache class on the Mexican art of alebrijes. They're the mythical creatures with the wireframes and made of paper mache. Okay. Uh, I tried taking that, but there was a conflict in my schedule, so I couldn't, but he was offering another class for paper mache. And uh, I took that. And ever since then, I just kind of took off from there. And then I became a resident artist here because I, I do like the environment. There's a lot of creative energy. Mm. Uh, I'm working with different artists. We don't work together, but we're working in the same area. And to me, I, I like that. You, know, you see what they're doing, you, you kind of talk, uh, and, and you just feel the creative energy.
0: So you've just begun paper mache work?
1: Yes, uh, in uh, November. Okay. Of last year
0: and yes. you've created how many pieces so far
1: uh, uh, five pieces uh, six pieces six pieces yes
0: and two of them are on display here
1: yes uh, and then I have another one uh, on display at uh, El Sofa Cafe uh-huh. on Carranza and then there's another art gallery that opened uh, a, a few doors down from uh, from El Sofa uh, I have another piece there okay. And then uh, there was a a person who saw one of my pieces here and they wanted one for their house. So they gave me specifications of what to do. So it's hanging there. And then my first piece is hanging in my apartment.
0: Right. Are they all mostly the same size dimensions?
1: Uh, Yeah. The biggest one I have is the one that's on the show right now. The uh, the other ones are similar in size. They're they're all pretty big.
0: Which is how how many? What did you say? Four feet? Uh, No.
1: The one here is like five and a half feet by five feet. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So... I guess the it's been ranging from three and a half to five and a half feet i can't go any bigger than that because it won't fit through the doors here ah <laughs> right right right
0: <laughs> and how do you put those together a five foot tall wide um, yeah paper mache is it on the floor Do you basically just mold it from the floor
1: yeah I, uh, I have a uh, just a working table i just uh build well uh, i've kind of refined my techniques as i've gone along so nowadays i'm using a, a wire frame so it doesn't get as heavy mm. and it doesn't use as much paper uh, but it's basically a wire frame that uh, will get the contour of a head and then I, I add paper in there and then I uh, put a paper mache skin on it and then I seal it and I paint it.
0: And they're all faces, they're all heads. Yes. They're all, uh-huh. yeah. How yeah. Did they, where did that idea come from? Well
1: I, again from from that class that I took it was a, a mask making class oh, of paper okay. mache right. and then I said so oh, I kind of like this uh, I like the first one I did, and I made a second one, and then that generated interest from somebody. They wanted one just yes. like it or similar to it. So uh, I, I just, I, I, you know, I like doing this. It's like a niche that I I found.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. And they're Gorgeous. They're so over the top. Yeah. They're thank just you. So, so you need a wall.
1: You yeah. Need a wall yeah. to put those. On. Yeah. Do you have a big apartment? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> with 12 foot <laughs> ceilings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can be a cute little uh, cute little studio place <clears throat> now you've lived here how long two years a little over two years now
0: okay yeah. and you had been um, painting before you got here
1: uh, yes uh, I was uh, I've always kind of dabbled in art all throughout my life even as a child uh, I wanted to be a, an artist when I grew up yeah yeah so what sort
0: of painting did you uh, specialize in what was your interest
1: uh, mostly I did a lot of abstracts and expressionist um, so I actually had a before I moved there. I was living in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I actually had a st- my own studio and an art gallery oh. associated with that. Uh, it was a shared gallery, but I had my own studio space within within the establishment. So it was nice. It uh, it kind of like it, it made me realize my dream of actually doing work and uh, displaying it on public. Um, and yeah, I I, uh, I enjoyed that.
0: And that before you moved here, that was your um, that you were virtually retired by then. Is that right? You were you were this was your, your passion. You were living it out there.
1: Yes. Uh-huh, uh huh. Yeah. My the company I worked for got bought out, and they offered um, nice severance packages. I took advantage of it. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's just now is the time or never. Okay.
0: <laughs> so you had spent how much time in North Carolina as exclusively a painter?
1: Uh, almost three years. Three years. Yeah.
0: And you lived there how long with the job?
1: Oh, uh, I lived in North Carolina since, since 1990.
0: Oh, goodness, yeah. okay, yeah. okay, what is that? 30 years almost? Uh, well, not including well, the no. time you've been here, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 1990 to, to
1: 2017.
0: Wow, so yeah. like the bulk of your career, was it your bulk of your career? Uh, half
1: of my career was there, half of my career was in Chicago. Okay, Yeah.
0: were you raised in Chicago? I was raised
1: in Chicago, hmm. yeah, and then I became an electrical engineer. was my educational background, And I started as an electrical engineer. And then I switched to, uh, to information technology hmm. uh, midway. I wanted to change and something more challenging and more creative and I found it there. Wow. Yeah.
0: So um, did you find that being a creative person balanced out that uh, very kind of technical engineering lifestyle you lived?
1: Yeah, well the engineering part, uh, I was starving for creativity. I got bored with it. And that's why I switched to IT. Because then I started developing, uh, I became a software architect and an applications manager. So, you know, analyzing the business needs of people and then converting that to an application that they can use, to me, that was creative. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed that. Right,
0: right. Do you miss engineering? Do you miss the old career?
1: Uh, I do miss IT. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Engineering, I didn't miss at all. But uh, the IT part of it, yes, I do. And, uh, but it came to the point that uh, know, knowing my capabilities, I just got more and more work that I got burnt out. Mm. You know? uh, and that's what happens. They know that you can do stuff, they pile work on you while the other people in your group are just coasting.
0: Ah. Yeah. When you stand alone. Yeah. Yeah. How um, did you discover this city?
1: Uh, well, I've been to Puerto Vallarta several times through through the years, but I always thought, you know, my goal was actually to move to Costa Rica because mm. I, I love Costa Rica. I've been there six times, uh, but in 2017 I came here with a bunch of friends and uh, for a week in December, of, I mean of January 2017, and I decided to stay, uh, or you know, stay here for a month to go to Spanish immersion school. So I did that, and then you know. Three weeks into that month, I decided that I needed more time to rest after, after school because it was such in- so intensive, it was very tiring. Wow. So I extended another month and then in that second month, I decided I like it here. This is a good alternative to Costa Rica. I'll just stay here. Wow. So I did. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> so did that require a lot of work to get out of the North Carolina lifestyle? Mm. How long did it take you to actually transition here?
1: Uh, about uh, close to a year yeah because okay. you know I have a place there, and then I have a studio so i had to i have to empty out the studio uh you know I, I tried selling stuff i gave most of it away just mm-hmm. to you know just to get rid of it and um and then my my apartment i i just well I, it was my own, so I just rented out fully furnished, so I just took my personal stuff out, so that wasn 't too bad
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I sold my car i don't have a car anymore no and you so you still have ties to
0: North Carolina?
1: Uh, just friends. I never really had family there. My, my family used to be in Chicago, but now they're spread all over the place too.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: most of them are the US and the Philippines.
0: So you live here. this is full- time. this is your life.
1: This is full- time here yeah.
0: What have some surprises been? It's been been just about two years.
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, it's two years and two months. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And again, just to backtrack a bit, Uh that visit here, January 2017, Uh is that your first visit here? No,
1: it was probably my fourth visit. Okay. But there's like many years in between. Right. Yeah.
0: And something about that that one visit two years ago struck you as, uh, maybe I should stick around for just a month.
1: Well, it's the fact that I stayed here long enough. To figure it out that I kind of like it, oh, yeah, right, yeah.
0: You weren't just tourists; go to the tourist places, and
1: you yeah. actually settled in for a right? Bit. And I actually, I actually saw what it was like to live here, and I said, "Yeah, I can do this."
0: Right. So yeah. I'm sure you've discovered a artist community, at least in this building. Yes. You found more of it outside in this. Yeah,
1: I've I've met people around uh, that I like that culture. I know several people there. Yeah. Um, I know several people here, and then there are kind of people around uh, in other places that I met you know, through some of the art openings and gatherings uh, that they artists do, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And there's so much art here. I mean, it's very, uh, it's very invigorating. Right. Yeah. So
0: you've just discovered this paper mache, five foot tall uh, creations. <laughs> um, is that a direction you plan to head in for like months and years? I'm Personally, I'm excited about it. I, lo- uh-huh. I love that it's so massive. Yeah. I love that it's completely over the top. Yeah. It's unique and it says... Um, it actually what it did when I saw it, it was it made me focus on you and your oh. inspiration and made me wonder what it is mm-hmm. about that that made you say yeah. I think this is amazing mm-hmm. because it's not like you're four feet tall you know what I mean right. like you're you're a tall person as well yeah i'm a six
1: foot one <laughs>
0: <laughs> so to sort of build something that is grand on its own you know uh-huh. there's something about in my mind there's something about like a mentality of like a very short person of like i'm gonna do something that's beyond logic that's uh-huh. you know over the top yeah. so you're a tall person and you did something that's just bigger like that yeah. and i just love it it's
1: just i think it's because uh growing up in chicago uh you know mm-hmm. there's architecture there's a grand architecture in in Chicago, and the old buildings have these monumental figures on oh, right. uh, yes. the architecture. You know, huge gargoyles or you know faces, the Art Deco faces. So you know that that kind of have always struck me, uh, and then and then coming here and being exposed to the Mexican art, Mexican culture, the archaeological stuff. Uh, you know, I've been to several archaeological places here, like Teotihuacan and, and uh, in uh, uh, the Chichén Itzá and Tulum. So the, the, the Mexican archaeology uh, history has also inspired me. And so I started thinking, okay, I'm making a mythical creature that's sort of Mexican inspired. So that, that's, what's, that's what's shown here. Is uh, I saw a. Uh, figures of, uh, of a king of Palenque, of uh, the Mayan civilization, yes. that, uh, that I got my inspiration from. Uh,
0: what are you working on right now?
1: Uh, I was trying to uh, make one for a sh- uh, an upcoming show for Art by Arta this month, but I don't think I have time. But I'm going to make it anyway. Mm. But it's supposed to be anything inspired by the sea. Oh. Mm. So I'm going to create a mythical character that's born of the sea. You know, it could be it could be anybody or it could be anything it could be you know the sea god right yeah right. Oh, god. that's perfect anything else anything
0: mm-hmm. else you can think of to throw in there yeah I think I'm good yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well, thank you thank you so much yeah. glad to talk to you yeah